Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shouldn't. This is ESPN 1530, an iHeartRadio station. Cavs out of timeout. Struce into Mobley. Back to Max. Half court shot. Good. Good. He hit it. Cavs win. This place is going crazy. Incredible. <laughs> Cavs over the Mavs. Max Struce at the gun. Yes. One of a couple game winners last night. Also the Reed Shepard game winner on the road at Mississippi State. Um. Oh, what it would be like to be on the, the, the right end of one of those at one point. That call, courtesy of our friends in iHeart Cleveland, WTAM, the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. You know, I worked for them once. Wow. Mm-hmm. WTAM. Wow. Yep. Um, Had to get audio from Deshaun Watson. There you go. That was scary. There you go. Um, all right. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> Last night. UC falls at the hands of Houston, 67-59. to 59. Um, Bearcats put up 42 in the second half. That's pretty good. Now, if you're trying to do the math in your head real quick, uh, they scored 59. 42 of those came in the second half. What's that mean, Austin? It means in the first half they were held to 17 points. 17 points in a half. Do you know how many times last night, Austin, that the Bearcats turned the ball over? 19. That means they turned the ball over two more times than they had points in the first half. That is not good any way that you slice it. Now, here's the positive. They went up against one of the toughest, best rebounding teams in the country, and they out-rebounded them by 12. They had four more offensive rebounds. They shot 80% from the, uh, the foul line. They shot 26% from three. And they actually had a better field goal percentage than Houston in the game. UC 39.6, Houston 38.9. So there is that as a positive. Um, But overall, it's it's a lot of the same that we've seen um, for much of the season now for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Again, a slow start out of the gate. 14-2 is what Houston led Austin with 14 minutes left in the first half. So, got to start fast. Instead, six minutes into the game, the Bearcats had two points. So right away, against the number one team in the country, you're down big. You're down double digits six minutes into the game. Now, the defense battled because I do think... Holding a, the number one team in the country to 26 points in the first half is a winning performance. But when you only score 17, it's not going to do it for you. Victor Locken, who hadn't really seen the floor in the last couple games, played 22 minutes last night. I, I still can't get a feel for what the rotations are trying to be for this Bearcat team. 
And it's many of the inconsistencies we've seen for much of the year. Uh, Jizzle James was up and down in the first half. He was great in the second half. Jameel Reynolds had six points. Victor Locken did have 11. Um, Dan Skillings, he had six points in garbage time. Not much throughout the rest of the game. Day-Day Thomas had just six. Lukosius got in foul trouble early, finished with 11. John Newman the third, uh, three bad turnovers, one of six from the field. Not a great game for John Newman and Aziz ben, uh, Bandego. Seven points, five rebounds, and uh, three blocks. They played tough. It was the closest margin of victory for Houston in any of their home games this year. They've not lost a home game. Uh, but it's now 11 straight for Houston over the Cincinnati Bearcats, which means Wes Miller is yet to beat Houston, um, which also means uh, this team has lost five out of their last six, Austin. Six games ago, people viewed this as a team that could make the NCAA tournament. And in the most important stretch, they won one of their final six contests. It puts them at 16-12 and 12 overall and now 5-10 and 10 in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, that is one ahead of 4-11 and 11 West Virginia. So now fighting to stay out of the cellar. They've got games left against uh, Baylor, or I'm sorry, Kansas State at home, Oklahoma, or Kansas State at home, Oklahoma on the road, and West Virginia at home. Uh, I'm going to talk more about Wes Miller. Before any of that, here's Wes Miller with Dan Horde and Terry Nelson after the game. What did you think of the fight tonight? Need to be. Well, we, it's who we are. We weren't that team last week. We were that. Te- we were back to being that team tonight. We didn't play great. We, we didn't have some of our best uh, performances individually. You know, we didn't shoot the ball well. We turned it over too much. Um, 19, geez, Louise. But I, I, the, the fight, the will to try to compete, that's who this team is. To me, that's what Cincinnati basketball has always been about. And I, I, can, I can lose with that. I don't like it. Pissed off, angry, but I, I'll hold my head high and walk out. And we're coming. I promise y'all, we're coming. People don't believe it. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be around you. If you're on board, come on. You better get on board now. Come on. I'm so, we're coming. We're coming. I promise you. It's got some young kids trying to figure it out. They're, they're winners. They're competitors. We do what we did the last two games. Everybody can talk talk crap about us. I, we deserve it. But other than that, all year this group's been fighting. We get in a hole. Doesn't matter. We just fight. Outside of the last two games, I thought we fought tonight. Yes, I'm a basketball coach. At some point, we got to make layups. At some point, we got to make open shots. At some point, we got to take care of the basketball. I get all that, but we guarded with purpose tonight. We out-rebounded the great out-rebounding team tonight. Um, I, I thought if we played a little better, we should have won the game. And I'm, I'm pissed that we're not in a better position going into the the, the end of the league. But if, if I have if our team fights like that. We're going to be just fine. It seemed like you got a reemergence of Victor Locken. You put him in. He started to produce. He played longer. And I thought he was back to being Victor Locken. Yeah, I thought Aziz, Vic, and Jamil mm-hmm. were what you, you need them to be. You know, Aziz offensively had a couple bad plays, but I, they're what you need them to be. And, and we, we, we need those three to be one of the better front lines in, in our league. And they had some moments tonight. I, I, I'm not like that happy. Like I, I'm not positive, I promise. I'm really pissed but like 
we had a fight back tonight, and that that's what's concerned me so much the last over the last five or six days. And so that that part, I'm, I've been proud of that all year. I'm proud of it tonight. Yes, we got to take care of the ball better. I mean, we missed some bunnies to start the game. We yes. got great shots against a great defense, and that was frustrating, but we didn't let it frustrate us. We kept going. Oh, that, seven? that first four minutes of the yeah. game, it was uncanny. You were running some great stuff, getting right to the rim, and just nothing would go in. It was crazy. Yeah, just a lid on it, and that's basketball. Uh, but I, 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 we, did, we didn't allow that to define the game. We didn't allow it to define the game, and if we can just – get our defense set at the end of the half we go in down six after all that crap so yes there's we have some young kids that are going to be great players they already are good players but they're going to be great winning players and they just make they make the mistakes young players make and i i i I, it's killing me but if they'll keep fighting we're going to be just fine i know you're still in fight mode i can hear the intensity and see it in your eyes what are they feeling like in the locker room? Because you lose a couple on the road. They fought to the teeth and nail of this game. And and I know they got to be a little disappointed. I know they're feeling like they should have won it, but they got to be a little let down. Extremely disappointed. So is the staff. I mean, we're all freaking disappointed. You know, but that's that's why I went there and I had a very frank conversation. Uh, very similar to what I'm saying to you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if, if, we're, if we fight, that's the standard that we've set. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to be fine. But... We didn't do that last week, and that's a problem. So walk out with your freaking head high. No, we did not play well enough. I I was very honest with them. Mm -hmm. Very honest that a couple of them needed to play better. Very honest. But at the end of the day, walk out with your head high and then go do it again. And we do it again, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. And I told them to stop worrying about these damn people coming after them online. That's right. I'm I'm sick of it. I don't pay attention to it. People leave. Hey, man, you want to come after, 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 come after my ass come after our kids online if you're our, they might not be if you're our fans be with us because we're freaking we're, we're fighting our kids are fighting they've been fighting most of the entire year trying to figure trying out. to figure out how to win and we're coming so you know i told him not to worry about that because i know that's taking its toll on all right so there is uh west miller with dan horde and terry nelson after the game um a couple things here austin at this point there's three games left in the season and it's a coach that's still saying he's trying to figure it out. Does that come off as alarming to you? Yeah. This is a team. It's not like we just started talking about turnovers. The second game of the year, they turned it over 13 times against Detroit Mercy. Against Bryant, they turned it over 15 times. Against Merrimack, they turned it over 18 times. They won at BYU and turned the ball over 19 times. 12 turnovers against Evansville. 15 against Texas. 15 against TCU, 16 against Kansas, 25 against Iowa State, 14 against Oklahoma State, 17 against TCU, 19 against Houston. This isn't just a, uh, oh, it's a bad week. We've been talking about turnovers since the second game of the Bearcats season. We've been talking about the frustration with certain players from the second game of the season on. And as a lifelong die-hard Cincinnati Bearcat fan. I got genuinely bleed red and black. I said last week, I wish I didn't care as much when UC loses. But I listen after the game and I hear that the head coach says, I can lose with that. And again, effort's great. 
But nowhere in the history of, of Cincinnati basketball that I followed has losing ever been okay. As long as we play like that, I can lose with that. I don't want that. And I know Wes Miller is fighting, and I know that you're trying to piece together a roster. It's a new age of college basketball. You're in the toughest conference. But it feels it feels like we're hearing the same message over and over and over. That's not what Cincinnati basketball is. With three games left, I don't want to hear we're coming. We should already be there. This is UC basketball. The teams that were built on blue-collar toughness with Huggins and Cronin and so many others. Where, that, that's what I want. I, with three games left, I don't want to hear we're figuring it out. We're coming. These are the same things that have plagued this team from the get-go this year. What were your immediate reactions last night listening to Wes Miller-Austin? Uh, it just it felt out of touch to me. Because it's the same stuff we've been talking about over and over and over again. And admittedly, I, I don't see, you know, the vast majority of Bearcat Twitter, but but I don't think I see people coming at players. And he said, if you're going to come at people, come at me. Well, Wes, that's what people have been doing. Because we've been having the same conversation over and over again. And I have, you know, on this show multiple times said, I like Wes Miller. I, I want Wes Miller to be the coach at Cincinnati. I want him to do well. I believe in him. But I don't know that you can have it both ways and say, you know, we're, we're coming and we're close and we're this. And then on the other hand say, well, we're a young team playing in this conference. I, I don't think you can have it both ways. Either you are a team that is close to doing well but just isn't good enough, mm -hmm. or you are a young team that cannot compete in this conference. You're not a, this, you're not a young team with three games left. Correct. And That's it. You've had time to be able to build this up better than it is. You've had time to be able to figure out your rotation. All season long, I have heard you and I've heard Mo and I've heard Chad and I've heard everybody else question the rotations, question who's getting minutes, question why this player doesn't play more. Everybody from the outside seems to see it, except on the inside. And by the time those moves are made, there's it, it's too late. Right. And that, to me, is unacceptable, and that is pointing the finger at coaching. Because it's either they're a young team that doesn't know how to do this, and you wanna, and that's the case, or it's all on the coach. Right. Which is it? Because he keeps saying, blame me. Okay, well, if I'm going to keep blaming you, then I'm going to take the blame off the players and say you need to coach better. We've questioned personnel yes. since the non-conference, and we've talked about turnover since the non-conference. Last night after the Houston game, the vast majority are talking about turnovers and the personnel playing. It hasn't changed. Yep. And I hear we're close, we're coming, we're fighting. Just not the message with three games left. And, and the other thing that bothers me and... You know, I, I think we're so used to in this town of Hig uh, of Huggins and Cronin and even Sean Miller that are just so brutally honest about their teams that we get frustrated with the coach speak mm -hmm. of a West Miller. We we've, we've had that conversation about David Bell and Zach Taylor. Yeah. We've talked a ton about Sean Miller. Yeah, and, and so the, the part that bothers me is that Wes always refers to. The brand that is Cincinnati basketball. Mm -hmm. You mentioned this. Everybody we've talked to has mentioned this. 
that team is not Cincinnati basketball. Mm-mm. And so I don't know what exactly has to be done for them to get back to it, but I know that this isn't it, and you can't keep referencing it if you're not even close to it. You know, he referenced in that. There is a standard that is being failed to be upheld yeah. right now in Clifton. He referenced that in the postgame a little bit because he said, I individually called some guys out in the locker room. Why can't you say that? Why can't you say, hey, you know what? This player wasn't who we needed him to be tonight. Yeah. And I have faith that he will be on Saturday when we take on Kansas State, but he wasn't that tonight, and I let him know that. And Or, man, Jizzle was great in the second half tonight. We need more of that. You can build your players up, but you can also hold them accountable. And and I don't have a problem if you're saying, you know, if you're – if you are going to publicly say, hey, I am not going to criticize my players in the media. Okay, that's fine. But I do want him to do what he did with Dan and Terry and say, I I was very honest with them in the locker room. Mm-hmm. I addressed this player. I addressed that player. You don't have to say names. But at least give us some indication that those conversations are happening. Correct. And he did that last night, and I'm glad he did. I feel like that's the first time I've heard him say that. And so that, I think, just needs to continue of, like, his stance is very clearly, I'm not going to criticize my players in the media. Okay, well, number one, I think maybe you should consider it because it seems to work in a lot of other places. Number two, he knows his players better than anybody, and you know what they can handle and can't handle. Right. But do something to create that conversation because whatever you've been doing is not not working. working. Leanne, they've lost five out of six. Uh, spiraling in the wrong direction. Three games to go. And, and I got a lot of Kansas heat. State. I got a lot of heat last night from Bearcats fans because I said that they are that that West sounded out of touch. To continually say we're coming when you are plagued by the same problems over and over and over again. You turn the ball over 19 times and you didn't even realize it until you're saying that in the post game. Yeah. And you've lost the amount of games now that you've lost in the last five or six. I don't know how you, I don't know how you can say he's not out of touch. Conversation that had me that if I was a Bearcat fan, I would have been pissed off listening to that last night. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot were. And I, I, and my challenge would be pick a side. Are you a young team and you're saying I'm giving West time? There is no young team with three games left in a season. Or are you saying uh, we just can't compete in the Big Twelve? And the question's going to be. Does that team run it back again the same next year, or do they have to make significant roster changes? That's got to be honestly talked about. Um, Let's break. Let's come back. We'll do a quick touch and go to get back on the clock, and then we'll finish up our number one with the Cincinnati Reds in action yesterday. Bengals in two, phone calls and so much more between now and 3 o'clock. It's Cincy 360. I feel a little better after that. I'm glad you do. Home of Skyline Chili, a service of Skyline Chili on ESPN 1530, Cincinnati Sports Station. Twin Peaks is the best in the Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.